Live from parts unknown, you're listening to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. The only wrestling podcast on the planet, we think. Sit back, relax, prepare for positivity to run through your veins as Simon Miller gives you your weekly dose of powerful pro wrestling audio. It is Miller Time. Hello everybody and welcome to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Show. It's Wednesday, it's 1pm GMT. If you're watching it live, you are on youtube.com. Forward has a bit of report rules and I appreciate you being here. And boy howdy, do we have a lot to talk about today. This morning I was like, what are we going to talk about on the show today? And then Smackdown happened and everything fell apart. Before we do begin, a quick cheap plug for my brand new merchandise. I'm going to move, hang on, I need to get my thing up to see what you can actually see. I'll just do this. Brand new Miller merchandise. As you can see right there, that's me slapping my head. And it looks a little bit like the, uh, you know, sports logo. We'll just say that. And you can get it now at simonmiller.bigcartel.com. There's also a link in the description. I go down and check to make sure it's there. It is there. It says merch. Um, And it's wrong, the merch thing in there. Why is it wrong? Right, I'll get that updated. It's Simon Miller. (laughs) What the hell happened to that YouTube? Unless they sort of... Does it work? No, it doesn't work. Of course it doesn't work. That's absolute nonsense. Anyway... It is simonmiller.bigcartel.com, and you can get a Simon Miller tea, and you can support the Y series, especially the Y series, the Y movement, and the Y series, especially because maybe somebody is going to make a return to wrestling right soon, hence the merchandise. We're only going to tease it for now. We're going to sprinkle that salt on there, but you know, you have to have merchandise when you return to the ring, and that's what it's all about. As we do talk, I'm going to try and update this video. YouTube, you do sometimes YouTube, you crazy. Anyway... We are going to talk about the Charlotte Flair incident (laughs) from SmackDown Live. Because, yeah, it was certainly something that we weren't expecting. And if you, I don't think anyone, I understand how crazy the booking has been for the women's. It's been been a crazy two days as well, or three days, whatever it's been. Because on the one hand, it got announced that, yes, Becky versus Ronda versus Charlotte is going to be the main event. At WrestleMania 35, I'm completely behind that idea. I think if they didn't do it this time, so I'm still updating this damn thing. SimonMiller.BigCartel.com. There you go, it's updated. You can click the link now in the description, buy a Miller t-shirt, I'd love it. Um, That's it. Yeah, I, I, I think it's absolutely the right thing to do because it's, you don't know where we're going to be in a year's time. Like everyone says, oh, maybe we can do it next year. Well, we don't know where we're going to be in a year. It makes... Much more sense to strike when the iron is hot. And also, let's face it, WWE should have done this years ago. It's time to do it. I'm glad they're doing it. I think they're going to have an amazing match. Don't mind Charlotte being it at all. I know that's still a talking point. I'm cool. And they went on ESPN and they kind of ran it home. The, the problem... Problem's not the right word. Anyway, let's just take it step by step. Then we get to SmackDown. Second thing we see on the show. It opens with all the Kofi Kingston New Day stuff. We'll talk about it. Second thing we see on the show... Is Charlotte, is Becky Lynch, I used to say, in the back, saying, you know, I bring the people to the match. Becky, uh, Ronda Rousey brings the Raw Women's Championship. What does Charlotte bring? Be careful what you wish for, Bex. We then transition over to Charlotte Flair, who is walking to the ring, says she's going to show us what she's going to bring to the match. And she faces Oscar in a very good match. I want to point that out. I want to make it clear. I enjoyed the match. I thought it was really good. I think the chemistry between Oscar and Charlotte is brilliant. Not as good as their WrestleMania 35 match, uh, 34, 33, whatever match, but still good. It was 34. And she wins. Now, I understand why everybody's upset about this. I think the reason people are upset about this is because there was no tease, there was no build, there was no hint, there was no nothing. And the reason for that is because it seems like WWE made the decision to do this on the day it went live. So Tuesday morning, I presume, Vince McMahon said, and again, I've been doing some reading to some listening to try and bring some context uh, about all of this and it certainly seems that this has been this was an idea on the table at one point do we include both the smackdown and raw champion women's championships in the wrestlemania 35 main event it wasn't no one said no but nobody said yes <laughs> if that makes sense and so clearly vince mcmahon after thinking about it decided today's the day to do it now the issue with that is it does kind of steamroll the smackdown women's division you know, Oscar, who hasn't been treated the best since her Royal Rumble victory over Becky Lynch, you know, wasn't on TV, had a quick feud with Mandy Rose, and then we were meant to get a number one contenders match featuring Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, and Naomi taking 
Uh, oh, someone else as well. Carmella, sorry. That's why I keep getting wrong. Carmella, so the four people. <laughs> I screwed that up on SmackDown Ups and Downs, I just realised, which you can watch as soon as we're done here, 2pm, What Culture Wrestling. And I imagine there is just going to be no SmackDown. Well, there is a, of course they're not. Charlotte's in that match. So the SmackDown Women's Championship match will be the main event. Now, it does make sense. Look, it's bad. I, I want to get that clear. I don't agree with it. I don't think, you know, making these changes on the fly such like this, especially when you advertise a different match, is, is ever going to get anybody on board. But I understand it from a logistic point of view. If it actually was going to be the 18th match on WrestleMania, and this is the only way you can think to get out of it, I'm not saying I don't understand why it happened, but I will say this was the wrong way to go about it. And it also begs the question about what happens to the SmackDown Women's Championship now. Is that going to be on the line at WrestleMania? Are we going to have some bizarre stipulation where if Becky pins Ronda, she only wins the Raw Championship and Charlotte's still the SmackDown one? Because that's ridiculous all in itself. So there's so many unanswered questions. And whether or not it actually adds... I mean, look, it may do. Because the thing is, if both belts are on the line, right? And Becky Lynch wins at Mania 35... And we see her at the end of the show, which is what it's going to be, at the end of the 42,572-hour show, her holding both belts aloft to the sky. I can't see there being one fan, especially if you being like Becky Lynch, even remembering what happened here. I think everyone's going to be ecstatic. Everyone's going to be over the moon. Everyone is just going to be happy as Larry. Because, you know, what a, what a, you know, the first ever women's main event in WrestleMania history. And on top of that... You're also pushing Becky Lynch to the moon. She is now the Raw and the SmackDown Women's Champion. And I think, you know, people that were worried about how this was going to go, you, you couldn't have asked for better than that. That is the best that WWE could do. On the other hand, it's just so out of nowhere. <laughs> and it's so random. So I can kind of understand it, but it doesn't mean that I like it. I don't understand why we've done it 10 days out or whatever we are from WrestleMania. What does that say about how WWE sees Oscar or the rest of the women's division? And what does it mean now? You know, are we leading to a brand split, given that Raw and SmackDown superstars are now just jumping all over the place, and we may have a unified champion in the women's division? Are we going to unify the men's championship belts? There is so many questions that we don't have the answers to, and I kind of think just pulling it out of nowhere, and also the other thing we really need to... It's hard. Sort of the... That's the word I'm looking for. The, the, the trend is kind of like, oh, poor Oscar. It sucks to be Oscar. Why aren't WWE pushing Oscar? I mean... Let's, let's be a bit balanced. She did win the Royal Rumble. She did have an undefeated streak. And at one point, she wasn't even meant to be on the main roster. So in that sense, I wouldn't say that she's been buried. But I would say it's an unfair shot at what she's done. I think this would have been better if it had been advertised, if Oscar hadn't been off TV for all that time following the Rumble. And we hadn't just, you know, pulled the fast one. Even the announcers were like, I, I, I don't believe it. I can't believe you know, that this match is happening. I need to see what the end game is. Again, little spoiler for you. If you are going to watch Ups and Downs at 2pm over on What Culture, I did give it a down, of course. But I, I think we need to be a month down the line before trying to make any sense of it. And I don't think it is going to make any sense. And that means we're all right. But it doesn't do much for the SmackDown Women's Division. I don't know what it adds to the main event, unless both belts are going to be on the line. And again, if you're a Becky Lynch fan, you should want that because it means she's going to end up with this incredible scene. You know, the first, again, the first ever women's main event with Becky Lynch holding both titles. I don't know. And look, if it is moving into unifying all the belts, I'm cool with that. We've already done it with the women's tag team titles. Maybe do it with the women's singles titles. Unify the Universal and the, the World Championships. Again, anytime I'm trying to talk to somebody new about pro wrestling, and I have to explain that there's both a universal and a world champion, but they're actually on the same level. They've just got different names. I'd rather not do that anymore. And that doesn't mean you have to end the brand split, but maybe champions could go back to being one and then they can just go on whatever show they want. And that would help with Fox in October as well. Again, keep an eye on what culture. I'm doing a video about this later. But it would help with that no end too because you can get your stars onto the show that you need there. So if you want Roman Reigns on SmackDown, if he's a champion of Raw, he can be there. Same with Becky Lynch, same with Brock Lesnar, same with Ronda Rousey. You open the door to not upset Raw's star power, but also allow them to be on SmackDown. And I think that's a smart, I think that's a smart way, a smart way to do it. But we will see. I understand everybody being mad. I kind of like it because I always enjoy things that spark debate. Doesn't mean you don't want things to spark debate for the sake of sparking debate. But I do get a kick out of waking up, seeing Twitter and social media going mad and engaging in conversation and doing videos such as this or all, and shows such as this and doing shows such as ups and downs. Like I look forward to it to see what the reaction is. So we'll have to see. I would guess this means Oscar's in the Women's Battle Royal, which truly does suck. There's no two ways about that. 
But hey-ho, it's happened now. It's just pro wrestling. We can move on to something else. <laughs> but no, I did not see this coming. And I don't know what the fallout's going to be. And I dread being in a situation where it's Becky Lynch pinning Ronda Rousey, yet Charlotte's still the champion, because that will make no sense. And that's even harder. That's even harder to explain. But there you go. That was the big talking point from SmackDown, even though Kofi Kingston finally got confirmed for the WrestleMania WWE Championship match. And that says something too. I like that as well. I do think we've kind of gone overkill with the gauntlet matches. This is the third gauntlet match we've had this year. And obviously we've had two back to back. But basically Vince McMahon said, look, you know, I'll put Kofi Kingston into the WrestleMania match if the New Day prove they're not B-plus players by winning a tag team gauntlet. And it was, it was the Gallows and Anderson. It was Nakamura and Rusev, it was The Bar, it was The Usos, and it was Daniel Bryan and Rowan. And I liked, I mean, look, let me start this. Gallows and Anderson, I would imagine, are definitely leaving the WWE. This is the first time we've seen them on TV in about, what, two months, three months? And they lost in 42 seconds. I don't even think Gallows tagged in. So I would imagine they have turned, there's a rumor they've turned down uh, new contracts. Um, and I think this would, 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 you know, prove it. So they're gone. Rusev and Nakamura didn't last much longer either, maybe three minutes. They feel like afterthoughts, which kills me. Even I'm sort of forgetting about Rusev these days, which is terrible. I was the biggest Rusev fan ever. Uh, the Bar were obviously the most formidable opponents. You know, they were using heel cheating tactics and they put Big E through a table. But I really like the Usos. This is why I'm jumping through to it. I really like what they did with the Usos because I didn't see that coming. You know, Big E was down from this table shot. And Jimmy and Jay, the tag champs, don't forget too, they come out and simply say, we're not going to fight you. We've got too much respect for you and what we've been through. We've got too much respect for Kofi Kingston. Therefore, we're going to forfeit. And I like that. It added like a little a little swerve to everything. It was fun. It was nice. It was a moment. And then, of course, via count out too, which I also enjoyed because it was different. Big E threw the table onto Recyclable Rowan. They win. Kofi comes out, celebrates with the entire SmackDown roster and Oscar, who was always also there. That was the worst thing about it. They wouldn't even allow Oscar to, to mourn her world, her world title loss. And I liked it. I, 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 will, I don't think this is going to happen because I do think this has been overbooked as well. We've been through just a crazy ride to get here. But I have enjoyed it, so I'm not going to be too uh, you know, dismissive of it. But I will say that... Vince McMahon never actually said Kofi Kingston was going to face Daniel Bryan. He only said that he's going to go on to WrestleMania. I don't know if that's going to tie into anything, but I worry. <laughs> I worry there may be more to this tale. But we'll find out. We've got a crazy next week. It's the final week before WrestleMania. We've got to figure out how the SmackDown Women's Championship fits in. Figure out exactly if Kofi Kingston, you know, there's no nonsense going on. Uh, on SmackDown also found out that Shane versus The Miz is going to be a no, uh, sorry, Falls Count Anywhere match. Oddly, that's been the most well, in terms of a storyline with coherent, messages the Miz versus Shane McMahon's been the best Shane McMahon turned heel he's been acting like a heel the Miz has been a face he's acting like a face I'm not saying it's the greatest thing ever I think probably making it a false count anywhere match will make it more fun but it's not overly exciting but it's just kind of solid and there's nothing wrong with that and really I can't even imagine I can't even remember anything else that happened on Raw you know we had AJ Styles versus Kurt Angle but that was nothing Randy Orton just came in and RKO'd him I don't even know why that was on the show the reason that annoyed me is because switching over to Raw, we had Kurt Angle versus Samoa Joe. And in Kurt Angle versus Samoa Joe, Kurt Angle got the surprise roll-up win, which is WWE's favorite finish these days. And yet they wouldn't let AJ Styles lose to, um, lose, to Samoa, uh, lose to Kurt Angle. And I think this is the problem with Kurt Angle's reunion farewell tour, whatever you want to call it, is that it's just showing where people view where WWE views people on the roster. Samoa Joe can lose, but AJ Styles can't. And I'd imagine Rey Mysterio doesn't lose on Raw next week, which is Kurt's final, final TV match before he retires at against Baron Corbin at WrestleMania 35. I think I just get upset about Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe is so going to lose that US Championship at WrestleMania. Although saying that, Dominic was with his father again today. And that was never explained. Is he going to get involved? Is he going to cost Ray the title? Is he going to go heel? He's not even a wrestler. So I don't know what's going in. I don't know what's going in. I don't know what's going in there. So and that was pretty much all of SmackDown, right? Moving over to Raw. I mean, Raw... Raw felt like a show where it would have been better off if WrestleMania was this week and they could have pulled the trigger on all their on all their angles. It kind of felt like they just needed to get through this week. You know, because Seth Rollins... I mean, I like the Seth Rollins and, and Paul Heyman promo, but it didn't really go anywhere. Um, you know, the stuff with uh, Ronda Rousey was... You know, it, it, it didn't... It, I'm not sure that it lit up anybody's world. I mean, they did they the beat the clock... They beat the challenge clock thingy. And Charlotte and Becky were just there because they're allowed on Raw now. We don't need to explain it anymore, even though uh, Triple H and, and Stephanie were explaining it for ages. 
And it was okay. You know, Ronda got 125. Charlotte wasn't able to beat Ruby Riot, And then Becky got 117. And that was pretty much it. You know, nothing really happened. I think it was just to kind of paint Charlotte in a negative light so she could do this on... Oh, no, because they weren't even... I don't know what it was. It was okay. I mean, the real... Actually, before we get there, shout out to my man... Um, come on, Mouse. Spaz Phoenix in the super chat. Always appreciate the super chat. You can do it right now. We'll make sure to read your comment. Uh, Spaz Phoenix says, Simon, always a top boy. You and your amazing fan base can come check out my fantasy booking, how Drew versus Roman will dictate the Universal and WWE belts post-mania. You can do that now on Spaz Phoenix's YouTube channel. Just search for Spaz Phoenix and you can check out his how Drew and Roman will dictate all the championships post-mania. Spaz, always appreciate you watching. Always appreciate you donating through the super chat. Shout out to Spaz. Yeah, it was the Braun Strowman SNL stuff that got me. I like those guys from SNL, man. I watch SNL, and I think they're they're good at what they do. But right now, I know three competitors in the in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, and it's Braun Strowman, Michael Ch- uh, Colin, Michael. I can't remember their names. Is it Colin Jost and Michael Che? Is it Michael Jost? I can't remember the way around it is. Uh, being a British person, I've failed this miserably. I just, I mean, a if you're another wrestler that gets put into that. Under the Giant Battle Royal, you're going to feel like cannon fodder straight away because it's a match that's going to surround three people. Surely Braun Strowman throws those two outs and just dominates. Who else is going to be put in there? I mean, it, to be fair, it, it still feels like it's got more worth than it has done in recent years. At least there is a story being built up around it. But I just think all these Moment of Bliss segments have not been great. I mean, I am done with the talk show format as it is. I think WWE have those overused it in the years. I think there's different ways you could have done this. I don't think you always have to revert. But I get why they do it, because they want to keep people on TV if they're not resting. And Alexa Bliss should absolutely be on TV. But it doesn't mean you have to always go back to the same... Don't keep going back to the same well, right? It just doesn't work. Why Alexa Bliss is allowed to make WrestleMania matches, I don't know. She was sat grinning there like a Cheshire cat. Didn't understand that either. I just don't get it. I just don't get it. I don't think it was very well executed. What do you want? I like all the stuff with the Royal Tag Team Championships is fine. You know, Ricochet and Alistair Black won. I'm sure they'll get their tag team match official next week and hopefully they'll win at WrestleMania. All good with that. Finn Balor versus Bobby Lashley, which is now official for WrestleMania 35. Do not understand that whatsoever. They took the belt off Finn Balor because apparently, and this is why we shouldn't buy into rumors, because apparently WWE had this huge idea of what they were going to do with Finn Balor and the Demon. That never happened. Finn Balor never defended his well his Intercontinental Championship, and now he's going to try and get it back from Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania. It's a convoluted way to get there. And obviously it was Bobby Lashley and Jinder Mahal taking on Finn Balor and... Oh, it was a, it was a handicap match. It was a, it was, yeah, it was a handicap match because Leo Rush couldn't compete because Braun Strowman had kicked his ass too much the previous week. And Jinder Mahal just, you just got beat. And it was really easy. And it was like, okay, that's fine. I don't know. I don't know. I again, Raw just felt like we just. I, I like and I liked everything. Like you know, Drew McIntyre versus Dean Ambrose felt like a do-over for a couple of weeks ago. But those matches are really good. I would presume that Dean Ambrose has been written off TV now. Don't know that for sure because I thought that two weeks ago. So I could be wrong. Maybe he resigns, but it, it certainly didn't seem that way. I, I liked the intensity between Roman and Drew. You know, I thought when Roman came out and just smashed him with the forearm because he was saying things about his family, Roman came across as you know quite good. I just don't like all the lines that Drew spouts out. And that's not his fault. He's being scripted to say them. But, you know, but stuff like, you know, your, your kids have had to see their father fight for their life once. Don't make them go through it again. It's like, I don't need that in my story. I'd rather the Roman Reigns comeback was just feel good. And, and that was about it. So, yeah, not massively like that direction. But good. I think it'd be a good match. I think it, it bodes well for Drew McIntyre. I think Finn Balor, Finn Balor, Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns is a top match. I think it'll be really good. People forget that both those guys are excellent, right? And so I think they'll smash it out, especially because it's Roman Reigns' first non-WrestleMania main event in four years. So I think there will be interest there too, and I think it will help McIntyre. How they get out the other end, I don't know, because I don't think this is the time you want uh, you want Drew to lose. But there's no way Roman's lo- losing. So yeah, I don't know. Otherwise, it was just stuff about Seth and Brock, who obviously now not going to main event WrestleMania. Not sure how <laughs> how Seth feels about that. When you win the Royal Rumble and you're a dude, I'm sure you think, "Ah, oh, it's my time." Again, it's the right decision, but he may be he may be a bit miffed. And that was kind of it. Like I said, they just got through the show, and there's nothing wrong with that WrestleMania. I think the problem with another problem, but the the difference between at the moment compared to WrestleMania builds we've had previously 
is that at this point ratings are going up, going, are going up, and they're not. They're kind of quite stagnant at the moment. They actually went down this week compared to last week. But there's also a buzz, and you know we're all buzzing. The hardcore fans who kind of stay invested all year long. But I'm not feeling that lapse fan coming back for Mania, which is what we usually get, and I don't know why. You know, there is a nostalgia stuff on there. Batista versus Triple H is good. I like what Triple H did. It was weird, you know, jobbing to envelopes and doing Spice Girl Batista memes and whatever else he did. But I thought it was quite cool, like mentioning that Batista wanted him to admit that Evolution was just there to protect his world championship. Cool. That was funny. And putting Triple H's career on the line. I mean, I never thought Batista was going to beat Triple H anyway. It's quite clear it's Big Dave's last match before he goes off and cements himself as an actor, what he already has done, but I guess turns his back on pro wrestling. Triple H is going to be there for a while, and Triple H is a power player. I never thought he was going to lose. I don't think you're going to let the guy that turned his back on the company in reality to go into Hollywood. You're going to let him win on the, on the grandest stage. But putting Triple H's career on the line, which is what Batista's lawyer within the story suggested, to me, just doubled down on that and makes you go, well, this definitely not going to happen now, is it? Triple H's not going to retire Batista in the middle of WrestleMania 35. When tri if Triple H is going to retire in the, in, the, in the ring, it will be the end of a show, I would assume, given his past and, and again, how important he is in the company. But there, so it does have, and I think Batista was a big enough star from that era that some people would be interested but it doesn't seem like they're coming back. Maybe it's next week. Maybe we just live in a world where the peak is, it, it becomes quick, it comes fast, and then the fallout dies down sort of after those post-Raw and SmackDown um, WrestleMania shows. But I'm surprised we're only 10 days out. I usually feel a bit more buzzed, a bit more buzzed at this point, and, and, and I don't. Um, but I didn't think either show was bad. SmackDown is always easy to watch at two hours. And there was so much going on on this one that I think you could buy in. Plus, you knew what the story was. And when you know what the story was and you want to find out where they're going to go, that makes it easier. And then, again, Raw, it, Raw was an easy-to-watch show. I didn't think it, again, I didn't think there was any absolute crap on it. Uh, I actually quite like the stuff with Beth Phoenix. I don't know how I felt about that match in general. With Sasha Banks and Bailey, the tag champs, taking on, right, let's do this. Tamina and Nia Jax, uh, Natalia and Beth Phoenix and the Iconics. And I like. I thought it was a good way to re-establish Beth Phoenix as a competitor in front of the WWE Universe. You know, she picked up Nia Jax with ease to remind you that she's strong. And she gave the glam slam to Tamina to remind you what her finishing move is. And she looked good. Like, she didn't look out of place. And it's an interesting match. I just think maybe it would have been better to have a single feud for the Women's Tag Team Championships. They were only made up at Evol Emol um, I can't talk. Emolution Chamber. Elimination Chamber. And now they're being thrown into a multi-person skit. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm over. I'm overthinking it a little bit. I think I would have preferred an NXT team in there. You know, there was a lot of, of talk about having Io Shirai and Kari Sane as a tag team. I think that would have been awesome. Although, again, if you're not going to showcase them and they're just going to lose, then maybe it's not worth it. That's the problem with Kevin Owens, right? Talking about talent that got brought back too soon. Kevin Owens came back two weeks, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, whatever it is. Originally, the plan, apparently, was he was going to have a, a WrestleMania match against Daniel Bryan. Instead, they switched it, put him in at Fastlane. And his only role on SmackDown was to come out and celebrate with Kofi Kingston the new day afterwards. That does not it, that does not count as appearing on the show. I did a tweet about this at Simon316. And so many people were like, oh, well, he was there. That doesn't count. You have to have a, a segment at least built around you. That was Kofi Kingston's moment and he was just a body. So, you know, much like the NXT guys, Kevin Owens should never have come back until WrestleMania 35 was done. I don't think it was a... I don't think it was a good idea. He feels lost in the shuffle already. I don't massively enjoy his face turn at the moment because it hasn't had a chance to cement itself. And also it feels a bit too on the nose. It feels like he's done a proper 180 as opposed to being the Kevin Owens we all know and love, but just having good guy... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Desires. That's not what I mean. But, you know, when you're a, a, a bad guy, you want to do bad things. When you're a good guy, you want to do good things. But it doesn't have to change your attitude and your persona. So yeah, I don't, I don't know why, I don't know why we did that. But look, it was a fun week. I enjoyed it. I love coming. I, I knew it was good because I was looking forward to doing this today, because um, I wanted to see what everybody's opinions were going to be, and it gave me a title. I always know it's been a good week in wrestling when there's an obvious, there's an obvious title. My real question now going forward is, is what do we do when it comes to the belts and the brand split? You know, is that actually something that we are going to, are we going to get rid of? Because it doesn't make any sense at the moment to give Charlotte that belt, if that's what. 
uh, if that's what we're doing. I'm just looking to make sure that there's that there's no news. I would actually like in the comments if you are on YouTube and if you are listening to this on the audio version, please do just you can send me a tweet Simon of three sixteen or you can do it in the comments now. What do you think of Becky Lynch at the moment? What's your impression of Becky Lynch? Now, this isn't me ragging on her, saying that she's lost it or she's over it. I'm not saying that at all. I think Becky Lynch has done amazingly these last six to eight months. I think she should win at WrestleMania 35. I don't argue against that at all. I think doing anything else would be doing her a huge disservice. But I would say that for some reason recently, I find her less likable than I did. And I don't know why. And again, that's purely on me. I still like her a lot. But something has changed. I don't know what it is. So I would like to know other people's. Uh, I'd like to know other people's opinions. So just let me know. Something I wanted to throw out there. You know, if you agree, great. If you don't agree, that's cool too. Uh, again, it's not. It's not me saying that she's bad. That sometimes gets misconstrued on these things. I'm not saying that she screwed anything up or she doesn't deserve it. Uh, again, if someone said, "There's the book, Miller. Book that WrestleMania 35 main event. I'd have Becky Lynch win, and I give her both titles now." I think if you're going to go in, you know, a- a- absolutely do it. But I think maybe there was a. a-, 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 a- uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A quirky side to Becky Lynch that I think has been lost. And I get it. She's trying to find what this The Man character is. I don't know. I'm just not into it as much as I was. It's simple as that. That's all it is. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm not into it as much as I was. I don't know why. I want to shout out. We'll go back to WWE stuff in the moment. I want to shout out Flip Gordon too. I know it's part of storyline or not. I don't think it is. He tore his ACL in January. He came back and he tore it again. And I felt so sorry for the dude. So shout out to Flip Gordon. Uh, that that must suck. And I think sometimes, um, you know, the internet especially is so quick to jump down a wrestler's throat. It's like, ah, you got injured again. But man, that personally, that hurts. And I imagine he, and especially because he's going to miss the Madison Square Garden shows. I imagine that, I imagine that hurts a lot. Cain Velasquez going to, to Triple A for Triple Mania 27. Uh, I thought it was hilarious. Cain Velasquez, I think, will fit in well in pro wrestling. So so I look forward to that. Joan Jett is going to play Ronda Rousey out at WrestleMania 35. That is cool. Like, she's a big deal. She's a big deal, Ronda Rousey. Uh, well, she is, but Joan Jett. And I think that adds something to her entrance. Kind of makes me think she's not going to lose as well. Or not take the pin, I should say. And there was also a, a picture that circulated of Bray, of Bray Wyatt with new hair. He's got like a massive undercut. Bring him back after WrestleMania, like we were just talking about. Bring him back on Raw, bring him back on SmackDown. What you do with him as a character in a feud, I don't know. That's up for everybody else to decide. I'm not saying I've got all the answers, but let's wait. I don't think he would come back before. Or bring it back at WrestleMania if you've got an idea, which ties into the other. We've done this. We're not going to do it again. But are we really going to have Kofi, Seth, and uh, Becky win? I don't know. And I tell you what a good way to get out of all that is, have Bray Wyatt come back and start a feud with someone. Get some real serious heat. I mean, I I think it probably would be Kofi Kingston he went after. I don't know why. Anyone but you, Kofi, he could say. We've never <laughs> we've never done that. Uh, Daniel Brotherton in the comment also mentioned that Gronk, obviously Gronk, uh, the New England Patriots, was he, uh, I can't remember what position he plays now. Anyway, he's retired. And he's obviously had all that stuff at WrestleMania 33 or 34, whenever it was, to in the WWE. They probably will bring him in. Like, he's a name. He knows what he's doing. Maybe it gives Mojo Rawley something to do because Mojo Rawley, poor black guy, bless him, can't get a break, can he? He was on TV. They finally brought him back last week to continue his shouting in the mirror promos. Now he's gone again. No idea. Shout out to my man, Spaz Phoenix, again in the super chat. Always appreciate everyone that throws money in the super chat. There's a beer waiting in Toronto for you at SummerSlam. In fact, all the beer since I've been drinking Schmirnoff. Well, thank you, Spaz Phoenix. I appreciate that. If we are going, I'll be sure to let you know, although I don't drink. So a water's fine, dude. I'm that guy that just drinks water as well. What an asshole I am, but you know. That's just what I'm like. Uh, right, let me. I don't. I think we. That's pretty much everything in WWE. I don't think there's anything. Oh, we had all the Eli. Actually, I would. I do want to talk about the Eli stuff quickly from Raw, just to say that I really appreciated WWE doing something in Times Square. I thought it made. I thought that was half the reason that the show was as easy to watch as it was because it wasn't as stilted as it usually is. Usually, it's a backstage promo. It's just that we're backstage in the arena. I like it when we go out into the world. It makes it feel more real. It makes it feel more special, and it makes my eyes interested. And people forget. How important that is, because that's the first thing that you see. I also do want to mention as well, who else thinks? Just a little bit. There was a couple of facial expressions. I don't think it was intentional on Big E's face when he'd won that uh, gauntlet match uh, on on SmackDown. Kind of looked a little bit pissed off. Can you imagine if Kofi Kingston is about to win the WWE Championship after all of this, and then Big E turns on him and goes heel? You want it? You don't want it? Too much? Makes sense? Not make sense? I tell you, I'm going to whisper this. This may be too loud in the microphone, so I apologize if it is. I'll do my best. Not totally against it. 
think it's all right. think it would be interesting. Maybe even more interesting than Kofi winning the belt. Just saying. Or you could have Kofi Kingston win the belt and then Big E turns at him the next day and then that can be the feud too. I'm interested though. I like a lot of good stuff is going on. But yeah, shout out to Elias. Um, I, I thought that was good. Obviously, I should mention the Hall of Fame as well. Heart Foundation officially going in. A lot of murmurings going on that Brutus Beefcake is also is also going in. So, you know, I, I, I'm not that excited about all the, all the Hall of Fame this year, which is not meant to be a disparaging comment, but I always like there to be one super huge dude, and I guess they just don't exist. You know, when a group goes in, it's always interesting, but, you know, I want a Goldberg or a Sting. I, I, I get a much bigger... Uh, reaction of those things. I think one thing before we start answering questions as well. A lot of people are saying that going back to our original topic, that Charlotte winning the the world title or the SmackDown Women's Championship means that she is the quote unquote Roman Reigns in Vince McMahon's eyes. I don't think that's the case. I think Becky Lynch has been pegged as that. I see a lot, and not just from the melts and the Wrestling Observer. A lot of people that are kind of involved in that wrestling news sheet world are all saying that she, you know Becky Becky Lynch apparently is the number one merchandise seller in the company right now that's true that speaks volumes if she's making money she'll be the number one person so i i don't think yeah i don't think charlotte's going to upset anybody's excitement is my point but we'll watch this space we should also talk about conor mcgregor quickly i know he's not a wrestler but still we have talked about mma on this on this show before and yeah, he, he look, okay, let me let me give you the headlines. He retired via the most ridiculous tweet on Twitter. I don't think he's retired. Earlier in the day, he was on the Tonight Show talking about maybe fighting in July. There's obviously all this stuff with ESPN Plus at the moment where if Conor McGregor's deal is tied into pay-per-view points, all of a sudden he's not going to get pay-per-view points. He wanted shares in the company. He's not going to get it. I think it's a negotiating tactic. I don't think he's retired. I think he likes the spotlight too much. I think he likes the money too much. I also think he's gone a little bit bonkers recently, but I guess if you put anyone in that kind of position in their 20s, maybe they would. But yeah, I um, it's Colin McGregor. He's always interesting, right? Conor McGregor is always interesting. Well, Colin McGregor, as I almost called him there, with a slip of the tongue. But I wanted to mention it. Also, we'll mention for everybody asking, again, we touched on it earlier. Again, merchandise, repimp that up. Why not? Why the hell not? There is a link in the description now which works. I hope it's updated. Let me refresh to make sure it's updated. It has. I've just seen it. SimonMiller.BigCartel.com. Get the new white t-shirt. And the only reason I've got a white t-shirt is um, is because, yeah, the comeback, the comeback is intimate. All I would tell you to do is keep an eye on Defiant Wrestling. I did a vlog on this yesterday, which you can also watch on my channel, YouTube.com, Forces the Miller Report Rules. So I think we can mention it here too. Um, a shot. I don't want to. I don't want to go too much into it, but I did an angle on a defiant taping recently, which will lay out on YouTube in the next few weeks. And I was just really. I don't want to say. I don't want to break the fourth wall too much, but let's just say it went well. This is me breaking the fourth wall way too much, but I just want to say that, and it was a real confidence booster. And yeah, thank you to everybody involved. That's all. That's all I say. That's too much, right? Let's answer some questions. <laughs> Try and move on to try and move on to some other things. Uh, now I've got to find uh, find the questions. There they are. Boom, right there in front of my face. Thomas Sutton, uh, why was Samoa Joe a SmackDown champion having a match with Kurt Angle and Raw? The match was good, but it's interesting that the idea of individual brand is becoming haze. I tell you, man, keep an eye on what culture wrestling later. I'm doing a video on just this. It may not be up later, but this week, I think something's coming. And if something's not coming, WWE has backed themselves into a corner with this. And I, it's crazy. <laughs> it's a crazy thing to do with that. Because you remember before, Shane McMahon, Shane McMahon, uh, Stephanie McMahon and Triple H were like, oh, we've invited Becky Lynch. We've invited Charlotte Flair. Now they just turn up. And why was Samoa Joe on there? Because Kurt Angle said it was okay. Kurt Angle got any power. He fired his GM. Crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. How, and Alexa Bliss was making matches. I'm going to start making matches. Next week on Raw, it's Braun Strowman versus Shelton Benjamin. That's what I want. Imagine it happens now. You're going to think that I've booked WWE. That's what I want to see. Shelton Benjamin was on Raw that time. Maybe he had a match with Seth Rollins on re request of Paul Heyman. You're right, Thomas. It's too much. Uh, Chris Hanna, do you think it will be the dead man to retire Kurt Angle? That's actually a nice little idea. No, I don't. I'm still convinced that John Cena's going to do it. But as every day passes, I'm like, oh, shit, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it is going to be Baron Corbin. I like the idea. I think it would be a cool surprise by The Undertaker, but no. I think the real problem with having Kurt Angle wrestle all these TV matches is that you can just see... 
I don't want to say he's broken, that's not fair, but his body is done. It's worn out. Like, he had an incredible career. He pushed it to the limit. When you do do that, there's always repercussions down the line. Unfortunately, he's got there. But I think it would have been better if we had done one and then maybe allowed him to rest up until WrestleMania where he could, you know, really go out there and perform. Also, I didn't need to see him lose to Samoa Joe, other way around. I just didn't need to see it. And the AJ Styles thing was pointless. It lasted 20 seconds. That's what I would have rather. Uh, anyway... Uh, Christopher Brown, should Sami Zayn return on the Raw Smackdown after Mania, or should he wait until the Superstar Shake-Up in Montreal? Give me one second. <coughs> Excuse me. No, I'd bring it. If he's ready to go, I'd bring it back on the Raw and Smackdown after Mania. Their biggest shows will get a bigger reaction. That reaction usually carries, you know, down, down the stream to other cities and other shows. So I'd have him back then, and I think we need him back. I think we need someone like Sami Zayn, be it face or heel. I miss him. And I think if I miss someone, it's got to be it's got to be the right time. Let's just make sure there's a story in place for him. We're always told that NXT guys won't be brought up until they've got a story in place. That never happens. It didn't happen with Kevin Owens, clearly. So with Zami Zayn, let's create a path and allow him to walk down the path. Otherwise, what's the point in bringing him back anyway? Again, Kevin Owens, ridiculous. <laughs> Tony Castrati, good name. Do you think the WWE gave Charlotte the title because they could not find a proper opponent for Oscar? I thought when both Royal Rumbles were won by Nakamura and Oscar, that would be a golden, but WWE has really ruined them both. Keep up the good work, man. Cheers from Sweden. Tony, my man from Sweden. I think there is an element of that, yes. I think they saw how many matches were stacking up on the card. And I'm sure there are other things that tie into it that we'll learn about on Raw. But one of them would absolutely have been a a logistic thing of we can't have that many matches. What's a great way to kill one? We'll put the idea we had ages ago that we never pulled the trigger on, which was Charlotte becoming the SmackDown Women's Champion. They should have done it back in February. They really should, or early March. I think that would have worked much better. But yes, I do. I do. Is there anything wrong with that? Probably not if they'd done it earlier. But we're here now, so we may as well get... Look, we're all talking about it. We're all having fun. End of the day, it doesn't matter. In a week's time, we'll be, we'll be over it. So... <laughs> Because <laughs> something else would have pissed us off. Uh, Oscar Piers. Massive thank you for the birthday shout out, Simon. It genuinely made my day. No worry, Oscar. Uh, yeah, quick little thing. Some, one of your mates got, one of Oscar's mates got in touch with me. He asked for a video. And when I can, I always want to be able to do that. So you're very welcome, Oscar. I've heard you're a big fan. It humbled me. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, two quick questions. Who do you see leaving the main event of WrestleMania as women's champ champ? I think it's got to be Becky Lynch. If they don't do Becky Lynch now after all of this, then they... Maybe I have to start saying they don't know what they're doing because that would be nuts. That's just pissing off the fans. And I think there is a limit to that. So I think it has to be Becky Lynch. Also, do you see Brock retaining the Universal Championship and holding it until SummerSlam? I think there could be weight in that. Um, I, I think that, you know, if Becky... Becky, if Brock... So I was right. So if Becky is winning and they decided to Kofi for win, I think there's got to be. I don't think. I think that you can do three feel good wins, but going how WWE likes to do it, maybe Seth would be the guy to suffer. And if that is the case, yeah, you hold on to it for Brock. But then if you go back into Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns at SummerSlam, which is the exact same match from last year, you'll piss people off. It could happen. It's not the weirdest suggestion. I find it much weirder that Ronda or Charlotte will win that match than Brock Lesnar retaining winning his. Kofi is a whole other thing because we never expected it. But I think that sums it up. Matt Brown, if Brock leaves after Mania, who would you like to see become the Paul... Sorry, if Brock leaves after Mania, who would you like to see become the new Paul Heyman guy or woman? I don't think we need it. Like, I love Paul Heyman. I thought he's always great. He's, he's, he's always great. But I don't... I don't think we need that. I think the Paul Heyman thing is only... only I don't Unless it's Ronda Rousey because that would work too, because they're working backstage anyway. So it would kind of reflect his relationship with Brock. I don't think we need to stick Paul Heyman with someone just because he's really good. You know, everything has a shelf life. Everything comes and goes. And I think now would be a good time to just let Paul do whatever else he wants to do. And potentially, again, he wants something with Ronda, great. But no, keep him with Brock. Don't turn him on Brock or anything like that. It's all good. A uh, shout out to my man Spaz Phoenix again. Always supporting the podcast in the super chat. Sp Sky Pirates to interrupt the four women's tag. I can't see it. Because if they do interrupt it, they've got a win. And I don't believe that's what WWE wants. I think that... Uh, I think that Sasha and Bailey will win that. I really, really do. And then I'll actually like that match because it will really cement those titles. Then hopefully they can go to SmackDown. They can go to NXT. And, you know, do what those belts desi were designed to do. That would be good. Um, do you think, says Pat Lewins, 
Conor McGregor may be WWE bound after his retirement, potentially Ronda and Travis versus Becky and Conor for SummerSlam. Look, I, I think that he, he could go there if he wanted to. It all depends how much cash WWE can muster up. You pay him enough, he'll go. But I don't believe he's retired from UFC. And I'm happy to be proved wrong. But given the way that he likes to perform, I don't think he'd retire it with a really oddly worded tweet. But yeah, in the future, when he is all said and done, if WWE has the money, which they do, and they offer him enough, he will absolutely come in. He'll do great business. Everybody will want to see it. And it may even be a Mike Tyson moment where there's a little bit of, a, of an explosion afterwards. Because people are so desperate to see. So yeah, what he knows what he's doing, right? It wouldn't be too surprising. Mark Roy Day. I know they said the SmackDown women's title won't be on the line at Mania after Charlotte's win. Did they say that? I think they said that. But do you think WWE are going to unify the women's belts down the line and maybe have the tag division on one show and the women's division on the other? That is... Well, no, you couldn't do that. Because if you want to break up a tag team, then you've got to have to shift everybody around. Do you mean the tag division as in the male tag division? Or you put in the women. I don't think you can do that. That's too convoluted. So I will say no. The only issue I see with doing this is it gives even less time to, for talent uh, to appear on shows weekly. The fact Oscar now likely doesn't have a Mania match for the women's title should be on the Battle Royal. Shows how little WWE care about the SmackDown women's belt since she won it. So would it be better to just have the one belt, one division, or one show going forward? Interested in your opinion on this. Thanks for the awesome work and content. Thanks, Mark. No, I mean, I think, I think you could... It's difficult now we've got women's tag teams. I think at one point you could have had the male tag team division on one show. But now we have women's tag team belts. It's going to be weird because they can go wherever they want. So no, I don't think you can do it without just making a big mess of everything. That, that, that's the real issue. I don't think WWE don't care about the SmackDown women's title. I think they got so caught up in the Becky Ronda and Charlotte stuff that it became all they cared about. So it's not them not caring about everything else. They got overly focused on this. Hence why the storyline did go a little bit nuts. But I don't, no, not with the Fox deal coming up. The, if anything, with the Fox deal coming up and them desperately needing ratings in October, you have to make sure you have as much talent available to you as possible. So I can see you unifying champions and allowing them to go and Raw and SmackDown so you can boost up SmackDown when you need to. But I can't see it where you're restricting people. I, they could keep it as it is now so you're restrictive. But I can't see them adding any more restrictions, which is going to stop people on Raw and SmackDown. You know, the ratings are not spiking up like they usually do in the run-up to WrestleMania, which will be noted by them. So they need to offer more flexibility, not less. Because at the end of the day, people tune into shows to see stars. Even though that's another argument more in itself. Josh Gell. Hey, Simon. Hope all is well. I saw this theory on Twitter, which caught my attention. The theory is that Becky and Charlotte are in cahoots to throw Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania, with the four horsewomen subtly throwing up the sign and Charlotte now winning the championship. Do you think this is a possibility? And will we see the four horsewomen all holding titles at the end of Mania together? If they do that, I, as a man who is very positive and can sort of brush off most storylines, will be so pissed off because it doesn't make any sense. I know the Four Horsewomen stuff is important, and it's cool in NXT, but if you're going to do that, build to it properly. If they just decide to force it in for lack, for lack of ideas, I think that would be ridiculous. What are they trying to dethrone Ronda for? Just have a match with her. You know, Becky Lynch still hasn't had a one-on-one match with, with Ronda Rousey, so why would she think she's not up to the task? And Charlotte Flair beat Ronda Rousey up with a kendo stick. So it's not like she gave it a fair crack of the whip either. I think all that does is make Ronda look like a superstar and make the four horsemen like a bunch of idiots. <laughs> and I, I'm up for them doing something with that down the line there. Build it properly. Let them come together. I think that would be a terrible swerve. I think that would be really, really bad. Um, and I usually I like all kinds of swerves, but that one I think would be so ridiculous. I hope not. I hope not. Uh, Katie Nadin, do you think we see Mania close with Becky, Charlotte, Bailey and Sasha holding up the titles and throwing up the four signs? I hope not. I know that it would be great, but you can do that at next year's WrestleMania or even SummerSlam. I cannot have Becky and Charlotte pretend to be friends after everything that's happened. We did that once before TLC or Survivor Series or whatever it was, and WWE just closed that down. So they can't then do it again and expect me to like it just because it's a cool thing. That's how I see it. Nick Palmer. Travis Brown appeared on Raw. Daniel Cormier is threatening to appear at Mania. And Conor McGregor has just retired. I'm going to put it in inverted commas. From UFC. Does this look like the start of an invasion angle? No, bro. But I love it. I love your, I love your hope, Nick. They would never do that. Because WWE would never allow those guys to be treated in the way they'd need to. To start an invasion angle. And they wouldn't agree to the terms that WWE laid out. So, 
Maybe Kane Velasquez comes in as well. Cameron Sykes. Hey, Simon. First off, thank you for being the most positive wrestling person on YouTube. I will take that honor, Cameron. Thank you very much. With that in mind, how would you put a positive spin on Oscar has been treated since becoming SmackDown Women's Champion? I don't think you can put a positive spin about the entire treatment of Oscar, as we've talked about today. In terms of what happened last night, I think you can absolutely say, look, it makes the WrestleMania 35 event more interesting. If Becky Lynch, as we mentioned, holds up both titles, a lot of people are going to enjoy that. But no, some things are just not done very well, and that is Oscar's title reign. Like, you know, she won it in December, had a very good match with Becky Lynch um, at the Rumble, never got to capitalize on that, even though she tapped her out, had a brief feud with Mandy Rose, and now it's done. The, the positive is that she got to have a few weeks off television <laughs> when she wasn't used. But look, sometimes people drop the ball. You know, I don't think WWE did it intentionally, but it's happened now. And all we can really do is hope that they don't let it happen again. My only worry with what they're doing, throwing everything around, is like I say, they have forgotten about, say, Carmella, Naomi, Sonya Deville, Mandy Rose. Um, that'd be the other women I'm not even thinking about. I'm trying to think if anyone comes to mind, but it doesn't. And that could be that could be an issue when you try and build things back up because this bubble, the bubble won't burst. But you know, when we get out of this other side of WrestleMania. We need storylines and we need characters. And, you know, the, the focus has been on these three to such a degree. You will have to do some some rehab. But maybe they've got a plan. Maybe they've got a plan. Ryan Evermey in the Super Chat. Always appreciate it. Charlotte to win at Media holding both women's titles. Dude, do you want to see the internet implode? Don't get me wrong. I, I kind of want to see it too. I would kind of enjoy it because people go crazy. But I also think in terms of a, of a fan point of view, that would be a really bad idea. But look, it could happen. Why? Why could? Why not? Why not, right? Why, anything is possible. If I had told you on Monday that on Tuesday Charlotte Flair was going to walk down the aisle and beat Oscar for the SmackDown Women's Championship, you would have called me an idiot. And you probably would have been fair. So as much as I don't want to see it, there is every chance that Charlotte wins at WrestleMania. You just don't know. It depends how Vince feels when he wakes up that day. Uh, Spaz Phoenix in the Super Chat also says, Brian retains with a kick in the cock. It does take Brock Lesnar down. If you kick, even The Undertaker did that. Undertaker booted Brock Lesnar in the balls. If The Undertaker can do it, anyone can do it. So yes, Daniel Bryan. Um, oh wait, Bryan retained, sorry, with a kick in the cock. You want him to kick Kofi Kingston? No, don't do that. Kofi Kingston will probably like flip out the way. No, no, do it to Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar's the guy you take down with a kick in the cock. Uh, Pi Marek. Hey, Simon, shout out from France. Nice to see you back in the ring. Thank you, Pi. Do you think we will have a WrestleMania appearance or an event match with John Cena or The Undertaker? I think John Cena will be involved. A small part of me thinks The Undertaker will be involved too. I think there'll be appearances. I think there will be surprises on the night. I don't think they'll be advertised as WWE continues to try and separate themselves from them. They don't want to overly rely on them. And WrestleMania sells itself. I'm more confident about John Cena and The Undertaker. But I think, again, it won't be a match. It could be some kind of skirmish. Somebody will interrupt Elias. Maybe it's both of them. Maybe it's both of them. Although I always thought it was going to be The Rock that did that. We will wait. We will wait to see. I'm not against it, though. It'd be fine. Adam Mason. Is it wrong of me to hope that Becky, Kofi, and Seth all lose their matches at WrestleMania so I can see the reaction of the internet? No, we all think that these days. It's fun. It's half the fun. I mean, I've loved that they have put the title on Charlotte and the internet is in meltdown. Imagine if all three lose. The reaction of the internet make me gravitate towards the superstar that receives that hate other than that have a great day. Dude, it's true, man. I get it. I get it. Like, it's... If it's become a fun way to watch wrestling by hating everything and then going on the internet and hating it along with everybody else. Then another way to watch wrestling is also to enjoy the product for what it is and get a real kick out of the people that have bought in so hard. And fair play to those people. Like, good for you for buying in as hard as you do. But no, I think that sometimes. I think it will be silly if Becky Lynch doesn't win. But if she doesn't, I will be very much looking forward to, to the reactions. Sometimes when I'm doing ups and downs, and again, uh, ten, 11 minutes time, when we're done here, make sure you head over to What Culture Wrestling to watch SmackDown Ups and Downs Live, where I get into all of this stuff in detail. You know, sometimes I do think, maybe I'll give it an up or a down just to wind people up. <laughs> you can't help it. You, you, you can't help it. Sometimes, it's, uh, sometimes it happens. Michael Rigney. Hey, Simon, I really need your positive attitude today after seeing that Oscar lost her title. I've never felt so confused about wrestling. I was looking forward to see her maybe do something big at WrestleMania. Then I was just hoping she would be on the card. I don't know what she will do now. I suppose she'll be in the Battle Royal, but if she doesn't eliminate every woman in it, I don't know where she goes from here. Well, Michael, my spin for you would be this, as, I, as we talked about. She was never meant to have a proper run. That was the rumor when she first came in. She was always meant to be an NXT person. She won the Royal Rumble. She had an undefeated streak. Had probably one of the best matches at WrestleMania 34 where she took on Charlotte. Most people say she's the best woman 
worker in the WWE, she is still considered, uh, you know, someone of exquisite nature when it comes to her skill and talent. There's a lot going for her. She's not buried. It's not great. It's not ideal. If she does win the Women's Battle Royal, that will help her no end, especially if she destroys everybody. This is just a blip on the radar, and I'm confident that we will get to something soon. Not, but I've said it. Uh, Adam Pearson again. Are we getting a women's unification match at Mania? We'll find out on Monday, my friend. At least Raw's become interesting. Brian Thurman. Of all the current young superstars, 35 and under, who do you expect to have the most longevity in the WWE? Roman Reigns. You know, Roman Reigns works a style that he does some dangerous stuff, but mostly it's safe. He's over. Um, as long as he remains healthy, there's no reason for him not to be continually pushed in the way that he does. Same with Seth Rollins. Although Seth Rollins works a bit more, you know, he's apparently got some injuries. I would say those two are up there. Uh, Drew McIntyre would be the same. I don't know if The Miz is... I don't know how old The Miz is. I think The Miz is below 35. How old is The Miz? It's an interesting question, isn't it? We're going to find out right now. Thanks to the magic of Wikipedia. The Miz is... Oh, he's 38. No, oh, well, shut my mouth. He doesn't get into that at all. Yeah, I, I think they could be fine. Uh, shout out to Ryan Evermee in the super chat. Are the rumors true? You're in the Battle Royal. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if WWE had called me up and said, Simon, you'll be in the Battle Royal, and I was still sitting here spouting off my opinions? I'd be an idiot. That's the way to lose your opportunity. I'm not going to be in the Battle Royal. But that's just for WWE. <laughs> Who knows where else I'll be? Uh, Thomas Sutton, what sign will you bring to Mania? I don't bring signs, man. They're just, a, they cause like, the hassle and security get on your ass when you bring them in and you block someone else's view. I've always been a signless man. Uh, Jeffrey Dietz, Dietz, I hope I got that right. Would it be better if the Mania Battle Royal had a stipulation? I'd like it if you won the Battle Royal, you get a guaranteed spot in Money in the Bank. Jeffrey, that's good. Crazy to think that Money in the Bank used to be strictly a Mania. It's true. Jeffrey, that's a really good idea. You should get something for in the Andre the Giant Battle or the Women's Battle Royal. At the moment, you get a trophy. The trophy gets broken and vanishes from TV. That is a good idea, my friend. Just give them anything. Give them a title shot. Give them a match against the champion and a non-title shot. But if you win, you get them. Give them, yeah, money in the bank. They can be have a Survivor Series team. They get to be the third match on SummerSlam. I don't care. But at the moment, why would you agree? In kayfabe terms, why would you agree to be in the Battle Royal? There's no reason. There is no impetus for you to put yourself in there. So I like that, dude. That's a really good idea. I mean, we'll never do it, I don't think. Um, but I like it. I'm on board. I'm on board, 100%. Um, but I don't think it will happen. I think that's mostly... I think the, the Battle Royals mostly serve now to get everybody in the show, which is nice by WWE. I do appreciate them doing that. But at the same time, it doesn't really mean much. You know, Who won the first one? Cesaro. Who's won them all? Cesaro won one. Big Show won one. I think Braun Strowman may have won one. I don't know. How many have there been? Mojo won one. I don't know. See, I don't know. Because they don't stick in my brain. Because they're not supposed to stick in my brain. Uh, right, with a few minutes to go, if you want to ask a question in the YouTube chat, we will get to that right now. Omar Vasquez, do you think Oscar will be added to the main event? I get it, bro. I've seen this a lot today. It's not happening. I understand. And my heart goes out to you. I think she's going to be in the Battle Royal. It's 100% going to be the triple threat match for the main event. That's why Becky Ronda and Charlotte were on ESPN Sports Center, whatever it was they were on. They're doubling down on it. They want you to know. It's why they announced it this week. She ain't going to be in it. I'm sorry. But we'll be all right. We'll get there together. And we'll get there as friends. Uh, Thomas Jackson. Do you think that Charlotte winning the SmackDown Women's Belt is an indication of WWE's lack of faith in the remaining SmackDown Women's Division to put on a Mania-worthy match? No, I don't. I think Vince McMahon and his friends realized... They haven't built it up at all. And with the amount of matches they've got on the card, they better do something fast, and they did it too late. That's what I think. Uh, I don't think anybody would doubt Oscar's potential. I think even Vince McMahon knows how good Oscar is. I mean, people forget about that. Vince McMahon's been watching wrestling for, what, 60 years or whatever it is. He knows what's good and what's bad. So, no, I, I think that'd be okay. Fact feature. I think the Andre the Giant Battle Royal should consist of five wrestlers. Have people compete in qualifying matches and earn a spot in the match. I think it would make the match more intriguing. It's just too much to do, I think, before, before we get to WrestleMania. We're already struggling to tell the amount of stories we do have. So, actually trying to justify putting people in that, I think it would just complicate things more. But I like the idea. It would be interesting. Although, you wouldn't be able to call it a Battle Royal with five people. That's more like a Fatal Five-Way match. Um, Marlin Relaguga, what the fuck, Miller? <laughs> I've been watching What Culture for a while now, and never knew you had your own channel. I do, dude. And we do wrestling shows, and we do vlogs, and we do video game videos, and we do everything. 
I appreciate you being here. Please do subscribe. You know that. YouTube.com for the Middle Report rules. Uh, Eric Storm in the super chat. Much love. Hand on my heart. Slap that head of yours for me, big boy. Well, that is the first time that's happened. But I'll always do it. I'll do that one as well, which is everybody's favorite. Look at that. I'm just like a performing monkey now, but I'll do it. Eric, thank you very much for the support. Always willing to slap my head. Always enjoy it when sometimes I'm out in the street as well and people come up to me and ask me to slap my head. I'm proud of that. I got it over. I think my head is red now. I can feel it. See, money. What the hell happened to Mojo talking to himself in the mirror? It was starting to get good. Well, I think each and every week the cameraman tries to find him and fails miserably. That's all I can come up with. That is all I can come up with. I don't know. They seem to forget. Either you're going to do it or you're not. Mojo Rawley's quite good at it as well. I think he'd be all right. So I can't tell you. But hopefully we'll get back to it next week. Joel Brown. Do you think The Miz will win at WrestleMania? He hasn't won a match since 27, although it was a pre-so match. Do I think The Miz is going to beat Vince McMahon's son? The answer is no. <laughs> I think Shane McMahon will win. Via dubious means, but he will win. That's just that's just my thought, especially because Shane McNan never wins either. Uh, I, Miguel, AOG, Simon, when will you debut on NXT UK? Can you imagine? Can you imagine what a day that will be? You never know what the future holds, man. You never, never know. The Sims, why didn't they just do a five-way ladder match for the SmackDown women's title? Because it's an extra match. And if you do a ladder match, that's at least 15, 10 to 15 minutes. It would be crap if it's 10 minutes too. They ran out of time. They've overbooked it. And now they've got to cut things. It's not fair. But it's just happened. Fluffy, I'm tired of Flair winning titles. No, I really like Charlotte. I'm a little bit biased. I think she's brilliant. So uh, I get it. I understand. But I'm a big fan. So, yeah. <laughs> Maggot Music 757. Seth Rollins has also won at every mania he has competed at. It's not true. He lost to Randy Orton. WrestleMania 31. So bless you, Maggot Music, <laughs> for, for your comment. <laughs> but that's not true at all. But I love you. I love you for getting in there and joining uh, joining in the show. What I just saw a question there. Uh, what about... I've lost it. What about Charlotte versus Oscar at WrestleMania 35 and Becky and Ronda one-on-one for main event, says Shanrash Kadiriara. It's not going to happen, dude. I get it. I understand we all want to try and find ways to get back to that one-on-one -on -one match. It's a triple threat. That triple threat is locked down. That triple threat has been advertised again on ESPN. It's been announced in the press. That's what we're getting. Both titles are just going to be involved. And how that comes together, we will find out on Raw. That's when uh, That's when we'll tell you. See, money. Who the hell are the Usos facing? You tell me, man. It should have been the New Day. That's another way we could have gone with that, but we didn't. Uh, Jay Bailey, do you think there'll be any men's tag team title matches at Mania? Yes, I think Ricochet and Alistair Black will win those championships. And it'll actually be quite a good arrival for them on the main roster. I feel like Alistair Black gets better each and every week. Uh, Sean Dion, I can't pronounce your last name because I'm a terrible person, Sean, but you're in the super chat, so I, I'm, I'm being terrible to you, I'm going to go with Sean, I can't do it, I can't do it, Sean, I can't pronounce your last name, it's an amazing last name, it's better than mine, I'm going to go with Gilgorn, it's not right, do you think Asuka's luck of a grasp for the English language hurts her, and if so, would you give her someone like Heyman is to Brock, I actually think it probably does, wrongfully so, but ever since I heard the rumour that apparently Kevin Dunn didn't think Becky Lynch should be able to talk because she has a strong Irish accent, I'm always a bit like, oh no, I hope not, but it's hard for me to defend. It shouldn't make a damn bit of difference. Into, it shouldn't make a damn bit of difference ever. But in 2019, it shouldn't make a difference. Oscar is over. People like Oscar. She's amazing in the ring. I enjoy her sort of, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, over the top, exaggerated English promos. They work fine. Not everyone has to cut the same promo. So I think it probably does. And that sucks. It's not fair on her. There's no two ways about it. It's not fair. But it, I think you'd have to argue that it could be, it could be an issue. Um, where am I looking um, Uso's getting shafted at Mania again. Robert Babin, they do. They're usually on the pre-show, not on the card at all, which absolutely sucks. And Tim Goodman, Heyman for Oscar. I don't think we should overuse the Heyman thing. Just my, just my gut feeling. I don't think we need to do that. Uh, and on that note, I'm going to salute you and say thank you very much for listening. Again, one last shout out for my white t-shirt, showing it to the YouTube people right now, which my voice goes away. SimonMiller.BigCartel.com. There's a link in the description below. Support the wide movement, especially as I make my way back into wrestling. I'd really appreciate it. Also on Patreon.com, for SimonMiller316. Anything you donate there all goes back into me running my personal projects, such as this show. And you can come on the podcast too and all the information is up there also a link in the description uh, here on youtube on twitter instagram at simon316 we also do another show so make sure you subscribe via itunes or google or wherever you get your podcast fun so you can keep an eye out for that always try to get a patron on those shows too 
And if you're on YouTube, like the video, share the video, subscribe. Every time I see the subscriber number go up, that'd be awesome. Go watch my vlogs. I get a real kick out of people watching my vlogs because I get some really good chat in there. We just did one recently about my return to wrestling. So you can uh, you can find that. And yeah, given that it is 2 p.m., head over to What Culture Wrestling and I'll be in the chat and we can do SmackDown ups and downs live. But please do join me again next week, 1 p.m. GMT, here on the YouTube channel. We had really good viewing figures for this one, and it's made me really happy. I'm a simple creature. But thank you again for supporting me. Thank you for all the nice words. Thank you for the support and all the other nice words I can think of in the world. I said nice words twice. I must be getting tired. And yeah, I'll see you soon. I'm going to click all my, all my buttons here to turn it off. But thanks very much. Simon's Pro Wrestling Show.